Hi there, my name's Craig Beck from StopDrinkingExpert.com. Welcome into today's episode. So good to have you here. Please like, subscribe, comment to my YouTube channel. Uh, love to see your interaction with it. Uh, let's try and get this message out there. So today I want to talk about how you stop drinking without rehab. And I guess the first question is going to be, is it even possible? Secondly, should you do it? Thirdly, how do you do it? Let's talk about it today. Who wants to be the next? To discover how to stop drinking without willpower. Visit StopDrinkingExpert.com and grab your free place on today's coaching session. So how do you stop drinking without going to rehab? And it's a good question. And certainly back uh, when I was a, a, a problem drinker, it was, it was something I wouldn't even consider. And I know this is a problem for a lot of people because this is a very complicated situation. Now, it's not a complicated drug. You know, there's nothing complicated about alcohol. It's the same as any other addictive substance. It keeps you trapped in a loop of using the drug by using a kick mechanism. Essentially, a lot of carrot and a lot of stick. Most drugs keep you trapped by making you feel uncomfortable, promising to relieve the discomfort, and then doing exactly that in the short term. So in the case of alcohol, the sensation you get is kind of a sensation of mild anxiety. It's that thing that you uh, vocalize as, oh, could do with a drink. And so you feel on edge, you feel stressed and uh, with a bit of tension. And your subconscious has learned over the years that the best thing to get that sensation to go away is to drink alcohol. So you drink the alcohol and the alcohol takes away the discomfort as a reward for your compliance, gives you a little bit of peace, uh, and that's why when you, you know, you have your first drink, you go, oh. and then slowly, slowly, the drug allows the discomfort to come up again until you drink again. And this is how you get into this loop. So nothing complicated about alcohol at all. A very simple drug. But what is complicated is, is kind of a society's view of it. It's the weirdest drug on planet Earth. No other drug is seen like this because most people believe it's just Harmless, harmless bit of fun. A harmless bit of fun that kills three million people every year. A harmless bit of fun that does more damage to society than heroin. And it's crazy, isn't it? And if you think about it, you know, if you think about the drama, the disruption, and the headlines that we've seen from the coronavirus pandemic, and then you think, hang on a minute, there's a drug here killing 3 million people every year, and the newspapers and the rolling news channels don't even mention it. Isn't that weird? Isn't that strange? Here's something that's been killing people at a rate of 3 million a year for hundreds of years, and the news channels never mention it. Bizarre, isn't it? So if you've got a drinking problem, if you, if you think you're an alcoholic, and it's making you miserable, it's destroying your life, you're probably thinking, I need to go to rehab. But then if you're like me, your instant thought is, I can't. Because A, rehab's not something you can get an outpatient appointment for and go and sort in one afternoon. You can't take a day off work and go and get fixed. You're talking 8, 12, 16 weeks inpatient care. How do you go to your boss? and say, I need 16 weeks off work paid. 
And he's going to say, even if he said yes, even if he said, okay, fine, then he's going to say, why? What are you doing? Now you've got a choice. You either lie to him or you tell him that you're an alcoholic. Do you really want to go to your boss, the guy who pays your wages, and say, I'm an alcoholic? Because that's not going to alarm him, is it? So the first hurdle to rehab is the fact that it takes an extended period of time. The second major obstacle is the cost of it. Chances are you're going to be paying for this out of your own pocket. And for the vast majority of people, because alcohol has destroyed their lives so extensively, especially their finances and their career, they can't afford it. Now, the state provides very little assistance in this regard. In fact, virtually nothing. And I don't care which country you're in, it's true the world over. There is hardly any decent support provided by governments and states. The chances are you're not going to use your insurance policy on this either. Because firstly, a lot of insurance policies won't even cover it. Uh, secondly, what do you think happens to your insurance premiums when you tell your insurance company that you're now an alcoholic? What do you think happens when you want to change insurance provider and you have to declare all the things you've claimed for in the last three, five years? And one of them is that you're an alcoholic, a disease that significantly reduces your lifespan and causes serious health problems. You're basically inviting your insurance company to quadruple your premiums. And also, you probably don't want this going on your permanent medical record that not just your insurance provider will see, but other people as well. So the chances are good that if you're going to go into rehab, you're going to have to pay for it yourself. And you're talking probably minimum $20,000, $25,000. A lady spoke to me last year. She just got back from eight weeks in rehab, cost her, I think, $45,000. And on the evening that she got home from rehab, her husband poured her a glass of wine. She was so depressed because she drank it. $45,000. So how do you stop drinking without rehab? Is it possible? And the answer is, yes, it's possible. But there has to be a really quick second question, and that is, should you be, should you be doing that? And I've said it a hundred times in these videos, you know, I'm not here to give you medical advice. I'm not a doctor. Uh, and my videos are not a substitute for professional medical advice. If you think you are physically addicted to alcohol, and by that, I mean that if you stop drinking suddenly, you get withdrawal symptoms, then you need to be supervised by a doctor before you do anything. Because you know, there's a, there's a lot of scare stories doing the rounds. And whenever I post on social media about giving up alcohol, some people get very irritated and irate with me. And they say, outrageous, how dare you tell people to stop drinking? Don't you know that can kill people? Yes. But for 95% of the people who come to my website, that come to my social media feed, they're not alcoholics. They're problem drinkers. And there is a very distinct difference between the two. Problem drinkers are psychologically addicted to the drug. Alcoholics are physically addicted to the drug. And there's a, a big difference between the two. Now, 
if you are physically addicted to alcohol, rehab is the best option for you. If you can't afford rehab, you're going to need to do this slowly and under the very finite supervision of a GP or an addiction specialist that you can afford because you don't just need help stopping drinking. You need probably pharmaceutical help dealing with the withdrawal. It's also compounded if you have underlying health conditions. There's a phrase that's suddenly become really prominent, isn't it? But if you have things like epilepsy, um, then going through withdrawal is even more problematic because it's not the quitting drinking that kills you. It's, it's, the, it's the side effect of quitting drinking. For example, if you have epilepsy and you're also an alcoholic and you stop drinking, you're going to have a very severe withdrawal reaction to going cold turkey. And that withdrawal reaction can be so severe that it causes your epilepsy to flare up and you have a grand mal seizure and it can kill you. But to say that stopping drinking kills people is a leap too far. It's like saying driving a car kills you. Well, yeah, it could, but it's not the logical conclusion of your action. It could for a very small percentage of people, but it's not that everyone who gets in a car will die as a result of it. So that's the first thing to say. If you're an alcoholic, you need to get medical supervision no matter what you do. So what are the options? How do you stop drinking without rehab? Well, there's the old stalwart of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, there are meetings in every town, every city in the world. And certainly people swear by Alcoholics Anonymous. That is an option. Wasn't for me. Um, and I think Alcoholics Anonymous is, is not particularly great for problem drinkers. It's not great for people who haven't hit rock bottom and are functioning normally in society. That's just my opinion, by the way. Uh, and the reason for that is when I first went to AA, I was a very successful guy. And you know, I was a director of two multi-million pound companies. I was the patron of a, a large children's charity. I had a very nice home, wife, children, nice car on the drive. If you'd looked at my life from the outside without knowing how much I was drinking, you'd think, well, there's, there's a guy who's doing well. And so I turn up at AA and basically they say to you, well, you, you're going to have to accept this label of being an alcoholic. Let's stamp that on your forehead. And until you accept that label that you're a terrible, broken person, we can't help you. And I don't like the word alcoholic. It's not because I'm in denial about it. It's just that the word alcoholic implies that there's something wrong with me or you. It's not true. It's not true. If you repeatedly drink a highly addictive substance, <laughs> the entirely logical conclusion of your actions is addiction. Yeah? It's not that you're terrible and you're broken and you're weak-willed and what a horrible person you are because you couldn't drink the highly addictive substance and not get addicted. That doesn't make any sense. You know, at boot camp, I tell the story, I say, you know, it's, it would be like me coming into your bedroom, sneaking in and putting itching powder in your underwear. And then the next day when I see you and you're scratching, I go, oh, you're a scratchaholic. You're a scratchaholic and you will be for the rest of your life. Even if you stop scratching, you'll be a recovering scratchaholic. You'll be like, what are you talking about, Craig? I'm only itching and scratching because you put itching powder in my underwear. 
it's it's cause and effect, isn't it? You drink a highly addictive substance and you get addicted. It's logical. So that's why I didn't like AA, but it's certainly out there as an option and a lot of people use that route. Secondly, you could just go cold turkey. If you think you can do that, if you think you have the strength of character, if you think you have the willpower, which I personally don't really believe in, but people have done it and you'll just go to my Facebook feed. When I put advice on how you quit drinking, there's always five or six smart guys, smart Alex on there going, will you just stop? Like, like it's the simplest thing in the world. And for some people, it genuinely is. Some people wake up one morning and they realize that their drinking's out of control and they say, that's it. That's kind of ruined the effect, doesn't it? <laughs> if there was anyone still thinking, oh, what a lovely Christmas scene. That's just been ruined. Technology. So, um, yeah, there are, there are some people for who, who this is a really simple process. You, you just stop. Um, there's the Sinclair method that you can take. The Sinclair method involves taking a, a prescription medication before you drink. And um, the medication is naltrexone. I've made videos on this if you want to see them. Naltrexone is an opioid inhibitor. It wasn't invented for problem drinking. It was invented as a cure for heroin problems. And what it does is it, it removes all the euphoria and buzz from alcohol. So you drink, you get drunk, you feel terrible, you have a horrible hangover, but at no point do you feel any of the buzz. And it's called extinction theory. And basically, you get to the point where it just doesn't make sense to you anymore. You're drinking this liquid that makes you feel terrible and there's no upside. And eventually, you just stop using it. You get bored. Um, again, I tried it. Didn't work for me because, and I'll tell you why this is really important, because when I was taking naltrexone, A, the side effects were horrendous, worse than a hangover. So first of all, you've got to force yourself to take a tablet that makes you feel worse than a hangover. That takes some willpower, doesn't it? And two, my belief structure at this time was still that alcohol was my best friend. My wine and my whiskey were two of the best things in my life. That was my, my, my mentality. So to then force myself to take a tablet that ruins that for me was really difficult. Uh, and so it just didn't work for me. But it's out there as an option, the Sinclair method. Uh, you, it's difficult to get a doctor to do this for you, but there are certain doctors around the world who believe in this and they will prescribe for you. You may be able to find one online. And the third way is to, to do a course like what I offer. Um, and the, the reason I like what I do as a solution for problem drinking is primarily because it's what I did and what's what worked for me. Uh, but secondly, because it's private, you, you don't need to declare it on your insurance forms. You don't need to take time off work. You don't even need to tell anyone you're doing it. You can just lock yourself away in a spare room in your house one, you know, for an hour a night and, and do the course. Nobody needs to know. And if you give it 100% passion and commitment, if you do what I tell you to do, you will stop drinking. It's as simple as that. And very, very occasionally, someone will say to me, I did the course and it didn't work. I'm still drinking. I guarantee you, they didn't do everything I told them to do. They will have left something out or they will have skipped past bits. If you do everything I tell you to do, 
you will stop drinking as sure as night follows day. So in answer to the question, how do you stop drinking without rehab? There are ways, there are options, and that's a good thing. Uh, just be very careful about what you're doing. Take your health seriously and make sure no matter what you do, you do it with the advice of a doctor on board. Do this properly. It's an important thing in your life, so make sure you get it right. Thank you so much for being with me today. If you have any questions, comments, post them below on my YouTube channel. And don't forget to like and subscribe as well. I'd appreciate that. Give me the big thumbs up and I'll see you in the next episode. Imagine no more hangovers, no more mornings of guilt and regret, and no willpower required to get there. Really consider this because it's different. It's, it's different to anything you can find out there. And it's, it gives you real mental freedom from the clutches of alcohol. Get my best-selling ebook free today at StopDrinkingExpert.com. Without a doubt, if you can make it happen, if you can find a way, if it's something that you feel the heartstrings pulling that you need to make a change in your life, then you need to pull out all the stops. Pull out all the stops to make it happen and beat it. It's just so worth it. Why did I waste all those years? Being in my middle 60s now, I wasted so many years drinking. Find out why this is the Nets' only five-star rated quick drinking solution. And get your free ebook today at stopdrinkingexpert.com.